0: Live, from the 69 position, Gee-hee. it's the Vocal Minority
1: Podcast. Nice. nice. nice.
2: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the nicest podcast around. On this week's episode, we look back at the draw against the AU Guys. Review Decision Day. Thank you. Look ahead to the playoff matches, talk Columbus crew, and more. And now I know. And now to this week's panel. He's so nice, it hurts. It's Duncan Fletcher.
3: If this is really me, what number am I thinking of? (laughs) Sixty-nine! Needed a dude in there But yes Well done Bill and Ted Hooray I wasn't sure Where that was going But I approved mm. Oh yeah,
1: yeah no,
2: I see Bill and Ted Yeah Resident nice guy Welcome to Tony Walsh Wild
0: stallions <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have come with station
1: <laughs> Station
2: The nicest super sub around From MLS underscore Backslash tilde dot Toronto FC Colon super sub It's James Rossi
4: San Dimas high school football rules. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mark's Mark's not with us this week. He has a not so nice unspecified injury. I don't know. The details were very vague. Sixty
1: (laughs) nine.
2: As for me, I'm the nicest podcast wrangler there is. I am your host, Kristen Nils. Nice. All right. First up on this week's show is, of course, a look back at Sunday's match against the AU guys in their shiny new stadium, where they the broke bends. The, the bends. The yeah. Don't get up too fast. Get the bends with the sphincter. Yes. Yes. Where they broke attendance records and blah 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 blah, and aren't they fun? Uh, and yeah. everybody wants to see TFC these days. It's true. It's amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. Build a big stadium, you want to fill it, bring TFC to town.
4: Yeah. US Internationals, you know, they're a big drawdown. They were, places. really, yes, yeah. Like, yes, super popular. Those guys
2: are popular, yep. Very popular. Mm-hmm. They're big. Um, anyway, it was the last game of Biggest, the regular season. You yes, you might.
4: Boo Earns, I believe, is what they were saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what they were saying. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, last game of the regular season, and as we aforementioned, two of the darlings of the league. Because TFC is still a darling Was a darling Ah we're darling Anyway It was An important match For both teams And Atlanta trying to Secure that first round buy And Toronto vying For the points record And a possible Look to what could be uh, A playoff Round really Sort of They could play one another both Still very likely to happen Or possible uh, The game The game was kind of weird First half Kind of off For TFC I felt In large part um, You know, the penalty was weird Oh, Drew more. It's not really entirely Well, no, it's your fault But that was a weird situation uh, Second half, though A lot more intent uh, Atlanta got Almiron back Which is just not a good thing For anybody playing Atlanta Because immediate, immediate change of the game for them uh, Thirsty Seba more focused Toronto team and the game sort of turned fairly it was fairly excited and ended in a 2-2 draw so overall uh half of the panel that is not here Duncan and Mark were right I should have listened to them I said 1-1 I was wrong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I very rarely say that Duncan and Mark were right about anything so there you go Mark you missed it by not being here um yeah no so I don't know first half you don't seem to agree with me that it was a little bit uh murmur um, it was. You never agree with me. It doesn't matter.
4: Yeah, no, I'm. I'm very uh, contradictory in these things. It's true. Um, you know, there were at least two saves that Guzan was forced into making that could have cracked that game wide open for TFC in the first half hour. You know, uh, Josie gets in and tries to go across him. Seba gets in and tries to tries to touch past him, and you know, this Toronto team. Well, they haven't looked like they're clicking quite the way that they did when they had those back-to-back 4 nothing wins where everything was just smoothly sailing, they're sort of kind of getting there. It was a little bit disjointed at times. There were a lot of passes that went astray and that sort of well, thing.
2: Well, to me, that was more in the first half than in the second. Yeah. Like like I said, I feel they were, they were, yeah, it was like back in May, TFC, in the first half. Well,
4: even the way they were, they were on the road and they were taking the game to Atlanta for large portions of that first half, so... I don't know if I'd say it was a bad first half, but it definitely wasn't as good as we'd like to see at this time of year. Correct. Mm -hmm.
2: Gentlemen?
0: Yeah, I was disjointed a bit more, definitely more in the first half. I thought Vasquez and Jovinko looked particularly um, out of sync. Yeah, it was weird. Their communication looked a bit odd. They gave each other a couple of looks, a few flappy arms. Mm. a yeah. little, uh, yes. little
3: Mediterranean handbag. Uh, I don't think it's anything. I don't there. think it was anything
0: serious. Is going to last. They just didn't look like they were on the same page. Run, you know. There was a couple of runs that were missed, and uh, a couple of quick passes where the other one wasn't in the right spot. So, yeah, I mean, this, they're not barnstorming like they were in uh, June, July, August, and that's kind of bad timing considering you know what's about to happen, but. Tell so. to
2: up yeah. o- Tony. The Audi breaking playoffs.
0: news. Uh, <laughs> the Audi playoffs. I, I assume it's the, Audi.
2: They're not Audi the
4: 2017 any? MLS Cup playoffs. go.
2: Exactly.
3: MLS show. Mm. Yeah, a good company man right there. Yeah. 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 Presented mm-hmm. by AT&T. <laughs>
0: um no, but so yeah, I mean it drive. would be nice if they were if they were a bit sharper. Maybe the time I had to I don't know about the time off. Uh, I don't like time time off between before a big match. Well, oh, there's a lot. You look at us last year, we just kept rolling. You know, we got better and better until the last match. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I prefer that where you get to build momentum rather than chill, you know cool your jets for a little bit. But we'll see. Hopefully they can uh, turn it into their advantage. You
2: know, it was good to see, you know, important, not just good to see the goal because the goal was delightful, but important for Seba to get a goal.
0: Well, thank God he did. Probably for the best. Yeah. Yes because he was snatching
2: oh yeah In the first half I, I actually I, I don't think I tweeted it but I, I put it here selfish I, I felt and we'll talk about it more but he, I, I really felt like he was trying too hard like maybe not like selfish is maybe a bit harsh but like that that shot that went shot that went across the goal oh, yeah. like, that oh, yeah. should not really have been a, like yeah. Yeah. Josie's sitting right there. You pass it to the guy in front of the net instead of trying this impossible mm-hmm. angle.
4: I think Josie was pretty well marked. I think there were two defenders sort of in that area. Yeah. and It was one of those ones where that's probably the safer play is to go for the pass to Josie, but it's by no means like a simple
0: tap-in certainty sort of
2: thing. No, but I think yeah. it had more certainty than what yeah, several no, tried I, to I, do. I agree
0: with James. I don't think there was going to be a goal if he passed across, but there was no way he was getting that angle either. Yeah, There's so. not a protractor in a math class that could figure out that
2: wacky well, angle. You put
3: enough spin on the ball it might go in. He's not know. a circus animal. True. <laughs>
2: um, before we move into the specifics the other thing that sort of surprised me uh, Marky Logato rare off game for him. That was you know ultimately it was a fine it was an okay game but considering what we've seen from him of late like he's sort of been one of the most consistent and really really impressive and it was like oh, oh no it's cause wait they, oh. it's because they promoted
0: him before the match. Mm. Is that what it was? All the curse of the promo. Yeah.
4: I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but I think a lot a lot of the little things like the the Vasquez and Jovinko failure to link up, Marky looking a little bit off, a lot of that has to do with switching to the four four mm. two.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And we will talk about that. You're mm-hmm. right. Is that what was that what your page and a half of notes is about? Uh, it's all vanny tactics. Isn't no, it? no, that's the next four. Oh, excellent.
0: Okay. Mm. We think we're still playing Bitchy Blanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> James. All right, moment of the match
3: moment of the match, okay. Um, I suppose you should really go with uh, sort of Javinko's uh, free kick, the one that he scored. Uh, it was very good. It was probably the, uh, the best sort of moment of it all, really.
4: Are we confined to what actually happens on the pitch? Or yes! Well, only
0: one of us knows what happens beyond the pitch. <laughs> that was best, um, Duncan's best football moment, best moment was Seba getting drunk on a thimble full of Miller Lite.
1: Hey, I'm a tipsy.
2: <laughs> what are you? Tra- what are you attempting to shoehorn into this?
4: Oh, I was alluding to the the director who managed to get sh- that look on the girl's face when Silva's <laughs> free kick went in. That was just pure television gold. was, it was like, pretty good. Most of the time, I'm pretty angry when they go away from what's happening on the pitch, but that was that was almost as good as the finger in Vancouver from a couple seasons ago.
2: All right. Um, I too went with the the beer drinking. Josie rightfully and hopefully. I would, I would have been very disappointed had he not at least done either the ear cup or a shush or something. Did you see
4: he tried to head the cup? Yes,
2: through? yeah, yeah. That, which was funny. It was, <laughs> Josie's over here. The cup's way over here. For those of you without the video podcast, I, I motioned like halfway down the table. Chelsea,
0: um, they don't know how big the
4: table is.
2: It's true. It could be a tiny table.
4: Yes, it's a standard size table.
3: But it's standard size, what, coffee table, dinner table? Like, standard like size dining room table, bedside, circa uh, 1987,
4: you know. That you wouldn't sort of win vintage. it
0: in the showcase showdown, but you'd win it in an earlier, you know, game in Price is Right. Mm. Mm. It's not like one of the big, like, kitchenettes you get at the end. True, true. About $1 because the other person went over on their sailboat. Yeah. If, uh, if
3: we're going to go with potential moments football. of the match from outside of the match, really, oh, and especially from TV. Mm. Look the, what you've done! The moment when it switched to the Montreal game and Vic oh. had <laughs> no clue what was happening when the goal went in. That's true. Magic. That was magic. Well, oh, they, right. I think Kai Kamara? I, oh, <laughs> Callum, oh, that oh, that was actually nice.
2: really good. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, it was, Vic. Well done. Where to pay attention.
2: All right, man of the match. There is only one right answer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is there?
3: Yeah. Um, I feel like Mavinga played okay. He may or may not be the right answer. I don't know. But uh, he Bono. was having a good game. I went with
4: Bono. Yeah, fair. You know, my backup moment of the match, if I hadn't been allowed to use the crowd, uh, would with have been the thing? Alex Bono. I think he was solid. He did what he needed to do.
2: He was solid, but Mavinga's mine. Mavinga was... It's
4: hard to argue with that. He, had, was, he was possessed. He, did,
2: yeah. he really was. Like oh, He yeah. neutralized... Martinez for that entire game he was everywhere he was you know up the field but always tracked back and like had his wheels on it was Duncan
4: I think this was a game that that he just gave him
2: man the match be nice
4: he had circled on his calendar in terms of
2: wanting to prove to everyone one more time. For the millionth time. Yes, he had a bad first game against Atlanta several months ago. Yes Move. Just bring it up, James. on. The ah, mainstream
1: media. Give me yeah. my
4: narrative. Men's no, I I'm my so sick
2: of it. Seriously, all over Twitter, all over the fucking broadcast. Yes, yes, his first game was shit. And yes, it was against Atlanta. It's fine. Let it go. He's no, but I actually really think that I
4: actually think that was part of why he's yeah, yeah. been fantastic recently. But there was he was a different level this game.
2: Oh yeah, no, this was it was outstanding.
4: And I mean, like whether it's just me crafting narratives or not, there's something to be said. For James has an article to
2: write. <laughs> I was going to write it. Last <laughs> week.
4: Yeah. I was going to write it last week, but I ran out of time.
2: Oh. Now it's just
4: outdated and stale. So,
2: Sorry, what, James. I'll
4: move about on to Doctor.
0: The next one. From Doctor Congo to. Professor yeah. Congo, Lieutenant. Mm. Hey, you go from doctor to lieutenant, <laughs>
3: surgeon general.
0: Don't I go either. to James's hospital. Yes, yeah, seriously, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I do not want treatment there.
4: To military <laughs> hospital.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that makes me feel so much better. Mm-hmm. All right, main tactics. So, the four four two was a little bit of a a little bit of a surprise to see. I uh, called
0: it a curveball.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, James. Uh, it was a little bit of a curveball. Playoffs. Narrative.
0: Mixing metaphors. Do you want
2: to just hear? You just, why don't you just leave this part? Go ahead. No, 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 no no no, 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 no. You're you doing, have, fine. Page You're doing no, fine. No, apparently not. No, go.
3: <laughs> Stick to soccer, James.
2: John Mulanaro is so disappointed in you right now.
4: Yeah. I was trying to convince John that baseball playoffs are actually worthwhile not too long ago. He seemed open to the possibility. <laughs> not James.
2: Or he was humoring me. He, he was humoring me to stop you. talking about it. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, it was a bit of a surprise. I know he did it last year, as someone pointed out, but for a team that has been struggling a little bit to gel of late, to maybe switch things up and on the road, a little surprising. Um, Nice to see Osorio get time and minutes and all that jazz. Um, But I do think it took them a while, like you said, for them to settle into, into that formation change. And, you know, that may have accounted for some of the issues in the first half. Go, James.
4: Oh, I don't. I don't really have anything down on this.
3: Mm. <laughs> uh, so, so was this the the sort of thing where I say, "Oh, we don't want to give Atlanta practice of playing against our best team and formation and everything." So I we think have to change that's it part up. So that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, Atlanta did the same thing. Oh, I
2: missed that narrative entirely. Oh, really? Yeah. Good,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Atlanta did Atlanta the same thing. Yeah. It's so sneaky. Just go on Reddit punch counter punch.
4: it's the mind games man well it, you don't want to give the other team a dry run ahead of a more important game to to really see where they have the better of you where they don't have the better of you you know uh before this match greg talked about how he brought Osorio into the montreal game and a large portion of that was he felt like they were getting outpossessed in the midfield and they were montreal was having the run of halloween the shows middle. next week Ooh-hoo-ha-ha. um and so I think if you go to that first half, you know, Atlanta didn't really have a lot of clear cut chances through that. And Toronto didn't, you know, Atlanta's a team that attacks you quick, and, and they surge through the middle, especially on the counter. And Toronto didn't really let them do that. So, in terms of trying to mix things up to see if you can tilt the game in your favor based on a tactical change like that, it wasn't a bad run out for TFC. Okay. Anyone
3: else no? Dealer. Yeah, you know? Yeah, aside from that, you know, there's not really a whole lot to say about it. It was. Uh if you're gonna go with the four four three, three four three, even three four three, that'd be it. Uh, maybe I don't know, four four two, whatever you want to call it. Uh that's probably about your best sort of uh lineup really. Can't complain. Worked okay.
2: Beta over Hassler.
3: Sure, yeah. Mm.
2: Sort of I actually was a little surprised only because of Hassler's speed versus beta's not that beta's slow. Beta occasionally surprises me with bursts of oh, where did Betashore go? Um, but Hassler is consistently a little more... Beta's a better defender. Well, I so think, that's probably why.
4: You know, this is something else that we've been talking about for the last couple of months is sort of... Who? Is this a horses for courses situation where if you need a more defensive look on that side, you're going to see Betashore start. If you need a more attacking, if you're going to have more possession, you go with Hassler. If you're going to be expecting somebody to cover the back post, you're going to go with Beta. So it's really a... Benny has options and that's one of his favorite things to have.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: First it was baseball and then equestrian. Mm. This is mm. swimming. Soccer podcast.
1: Was. Soccer.
2: Okay. Um, I mentioned Seba earlier. I just talked about what I thought. I thought his first half was a little I, I, again, I, I said selfish and again, that was a bit of a, a bit of a stretch but that trying hard and maybe trying too hard and I think that was wasn't so much the formation change but I think that caused I also caused some issues. He really wanted a goal. Yeah, and, there, and, there was
3: certainly no need to be trying to score from that first free kick he tried to score from. Exactly. So it's pretty outrageous decision to try and shoot.
0: Yeah, I don't I think <clears throat> the formation is probably a, a gracious excuse. Well, I, yes. I I don't think any format. I just think he felt snake bitten, especially yeah. after the the double miss, the, the, the miss last week that uh, I think he felt he really needed to break the the duck. Yeah, duck hunting.
3: Ooh, sport number three. <clears throat> we usually prefer wrestling, and then just random South Park. Yeah, yeah. South Park and sort of random, Meem. sort of scarf and kit kind of digressions. Really, this is this is all right. it's a different show. Mm. It's classy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mainstream. Mm-hmm.
2: But then there was the the free kick in the in the second half, and that was.
4: Oh, did Seba score a free kick? Mm. He did,
2: mm. uh, I believe. He can't said believe
4: a, nobody mentioned it at I, all.
2: The I, last couple, I, days. yeah, I don't mm. think so. That's I know they kept it very quiet. I think the cameras turned away. Uh, I believe he set another record, direct free kick record or something. I think he already had that. I know, but the he most added MLS. to it. Yeah, so every time he scores, he's going exactly. to
1: write
3: to it's, it. Um, this is going to get tired. If maybe every, it was every like a he single. It, hey, it's a new record. Well, of course.
4: Maybe it was a single season single mark season. or something. Yeah, I
2: think yeah. maybe that's what it was. Huh? Yeah, six, six. I can't keep up something. with all these records. I don't records. know. Mm. Anyway, it was a beautiful goal. So Free kicks this leading is, to a 69. Mm. It was the uh, first time ever, I believe.
3: Yes. There you go.
0: A week
2: too late for my prediction. Much too
0: Carlos Valderrama's dismay.
2: Mm. Um, but good to see <laughs> that sort of that sort of goal from of Seba. Yeah. Hopefully that sort of just imagine what he's like down there. Helps him relax a bit. Pretty much equal. I just ignore them <laughs> when he do this. I just keep talking. The only, it's the only way to do it. As
4: much as there was a is little he, bit of, of that selfishness there, I sort of want that attitude from Seba going into this part of the year where he wants to put the team on his back and he wants to be the one that has the ball in that last minute. He wants to step up to the penalty spot and bank it off the post twice in a row if that's what it means if that's what he has to do to be the one that scores the goal. And you know, strikers are sort of like that. And I would much rather see But
2: this team has won better when they've been when 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 Seba shares the ball, they play better and they win more games. That's too.
4: very true. But when Seba shares the ball and he is scoring goals, sure. that's sort of so like of what comes first, chicken or egg? You know,
0: all for one though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: All for one and one for all. Mm. Okay,
2: D'Artagnan. All right. Last up on this game, um, Drew Moore. So, Drew Moore, who we all love, excellent. He's been you know great player for TFC. Um, Helped solidify the defense when he came to Toronto. uh, The other center backs have clearly learned lots from him. His last few games, Drew's looked a little normal.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And that's two handballs now from Drew Moore in the last month.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) it's It's a war. You know, is it just a couple bad days or a bad day against a good team? Or... I, I think pretty much everything you said at the
3: beginning, they were, oh, yeah, he's really good and good at organizing, really helped out this and this, and then all of a sudden he's maybe not quite as good, uh, very much uh, describes Stephen Caldwell's career arc with TFC. Also the flapping and arms. now, yes. Oh, that, now but we that, that, went, the, that went south really we
2: fast, though. That's terrifying.
3: Part of it. And there's a new manager um, at uh, the Caldwell Arms.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Night manager. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, either that, or you know, he's got two kids now. Well, he's just had another kid. He's just tired. He has. He's just exhausted.
0: <laughs> Some days there's only one set of footprints across the beach. Mm.
1: Fair. Mm-hmm. Good
3: point. Jesus. Yes.
4: Um, I think if we're if we're looking at this game in particular, I'm going to go back to the formation change as something that that really sort of exposed him in a way he's been that central organizer he's had those two very physical guys either side of him where he gets to call the shots and he's not tested in a in a race in particular versus whereas Atlanta you know Mavinga can keep up with, with Martinez Drew Moore can't and Who? so with Josef uh, Martinez Joseph Martinez Josef.
3: Martinez Martinez what's wrong mm-hmm. with Just teasing you
0: Throwing me off there. What the hell? Um, yes. Don't make fun of his exotic inflections. Us <laughs> <laughs> Canadians don't hear accents. Um mm-hmm. deep. Mm. Mm.
3: Mm. It's true. Racist. Us <laughs> <laughs> Canadians. So divisive, James.
1: Yeah. So divisive. <laughs> I think he was looking at this side of the table. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, so you think the formation... Got I him. think
4: I think it was a factor, you know, like Drew's not the fastest player in the world. I think he'd say that himself and you know, when you're putting him up against one of the league's premier strikers and a guy who's that you know, uh Vialba is more of the all-out all-out speedster on that team whereas uh the guy whose name I won't repeat lest I be made fun of again. Um you've
2: been on this podcast before, come on. <laughs>
4: Um, is more of a, he's more of a darter. Like the way that he got in front of Drew for that tap in was was sort of like it's the, the quintessential sort of thing, and and you know that's really tough to defend against when when somebody is particularly good at pulling it off. True. And one other thing I would add is sort of um, you know it's it's a, it's always easy to look at a situation like that and be like Drew shouldn't have gotten beat to the near post. Mm-hmm. Well, something Greg has been fond of saying all all the time, or as long as I've covered this team, is that there's no goal against where it's ever one specific play that led to that breakdown. It's always a series of mistakes that cascade one into the other. And the fact that, you know, Viable wasn't closed down, the cross was allowed to get in, that initial ball was allowed to be played. Like, there were a lot of incidents where players could have done something to interrupt the flow of a play, where Drew gets exposed on the back end because there were frailties up ahead.
2: Can we talk about the waving hands, though?
3: It's jazz hands. These things happen.
2: All right. Balance.
3: Mm. Balance.
2: Okay. Is
4: everyone Problem satisfied much? with the use of VAR, though? To go on a bit of a tangent?
3: Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Go on, Tony. My
0: views on this topic are well known on this show. I am not a fan. Do you like it? No.
4: Well, what about let's contrast that use of VAR? Which I mean, I think if you watch the replay, you can't really contest that it didn't hit his hand. Sure. But why, when Laurentiuwicz was
3: draped all over Josie there in the second half, why why did that not go upstairs for further yeah, review? That's what I
2: wanted to yeah. know. I think
3: maybe it did, and it did it, not. the guy upstairs did. decided, yeah, you don't need to look at
2: this. That's true. They only. It was
3: possible it did, <laughs> but to me,
0: like this is the game is under a shadow. Mm-hmm. I like transparency. If people are looking at things behind our backs. We need to know.
4: Maybe <laughs> Joe Vinko should be suspended for drinking alcoholic beverages
0: during a match. Probably. Eh, it was American beer. So it's fine. Doesn't
4: count. <laughs> um, for me, that's <clears throat> that's one of the frailties of the VAR, is that something like did the ball hit your hand is is quantifiable. It's It's objective. You can see that the ball hit the hand. But there's the whole
2: ball-to-hand, hand-to-ball thing as
4: well. I know, I know, but there's still a a definite white and black issue that you can use video to assess. Whereas (laughs) whether Laurentiewicz was on Josie enough to cause him to go over still falls back very much into that gray subjective area. So objectively, you can say, did the ball cross the line? Did the ball not cross the line? Did the ball hit the hand? Did the ball not hit the hand? But for the subjective things, I'm just not quite certain... It's going to fix the problem that people want, and then that that mysterious part of a referee's mind still remains in the game.
3: Mm-hmm. It was just weird how long it took. No. I mean, I guess they had to wait for like the ball to actually go out of play and like before it started up again. Because I mean, it, you know, just the. I mean, Bono caught the ball. It didn't go out for a goal kick or anything, so it never actually stopped. But still, you couldn't just like a good minute later
4: the question that becomes Annoying. then is what happens if a goal is scored and that's the next stoppage in play like mm. you'd you'd hope ideally that the fourth official holds up a flag to at least acknowledge that something is happening and then I think one of the breakdowns on that was us watching at home let alone the people in the stadium should not not know what is being reviewed yes. Agreed. they need to make that they, that needs to be communicated very clearly and very quickly because it was
0: it was bizarre I had no idea what yeah suddenly it doing.
2: was like wait what what? Yeah, it was confusing. Yeah, didn't
0: even know what play they were yeah. actually talking about. Talking yeah.
4: About, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like those are little kinks that'll get worked out. And presumably,
3: I mean, on TV, we eventually figured out. Oh, okay, it was a handball. Presumably, everyone in the stadium has no idea why he mm. fucking called a penalty. No,
4: well, there was even a point where they were speculating if something off the ball happened or something like mm-hmm. that. Came, yeah. And so I mean, like that just the fourth official just needs to have a line to the game manager that says, "Let the people up in the press box know that this is what's happening."
2: Sure.
3: Get yeah, it the fixed. people in the press box. Yes, I was going to say yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's, that's, so that's to the press, to to so that you, you can, can let play us players. little people know? Yeah. That's nice. Uh, yeah, that's, I'll send you a text. That's, you know? that's uh,
2: kind of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. People in the press box. Jesus. That's what the games play for. Yes, yes, it's true. Why don't we bring him on again?
3: That's a very good question.
2: Credibility. <laughs> 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 Are there carrots left? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me not to hit you. And that's
4: why I always sit on the other side of the table.
2: Ah, I haven't hit you in months. Alright, moving on Time for more Decision Day Talk So this past weekend All of the teams played On Sunday, all at the same time So unless you have multiple devices Or picture in picture, or whatever You probably watched one game Uh, But Everyone else did play Finally all the seedings uh, For both the Eastern and Western Conference Were sorted And there is a vague idea of what's going to happen um, with the playoffs. So here to tell us all about a most exciting decision day is Mr. Duncan Fletcher with MLS Wins and Losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome.
0: I've got a record-setting 69 for you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, once
3: again, everyone playing at the same time does not make for easy watching or writing for QMLS, but uh, let's get into it. We'll start in the East, where a few things might have changed. Going into the weekend, Hartford are in second, Chicago third, Atlanta fourth, Columbus fifth, New Jersey sixth. Much of that could change. None of it did. <laughs> uh, the Pizza Rats played Columbus to a 2 2 tie. Varied Via scoring twice, but then missing a penalty. Delightful. Uh, given all the results, I was good enough to clinch second. And with the Yankees knocked out, they won't even have to worry about playing more games at City Field or oh, or wherever, uh, which is nice
1: for them, you know.
3: Um, in other games, well, so he's still in that game. Columbus's Ola Kamara scored here, uh, making New York the 15th team he scored a goal, a goal against this year, uh, which ties an MLS record.
2: Wow. Which is nice. Yeah. That's.
3: And it doesn't even involve Portland. He only, he only got 17 altogether. It's 15 different teams. Wow, so it's like...
2: I wonder if he like goes
1: down the list. I scored against you
3: he no. I don't know. Maybe a couple of teams with two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, that game, it also leaves the crew with a 10-game unbeaten streak going into the playoffs. Oh, good. Uh, where they will be playing at the Sphincter uh, in Atlanta after the 2-2 tie kept them in fourth. Atlanta uh, uh, also hosting the 2018 All-Star Game It was announced today
0: Right Yeah I hope Atlanta's the other team
3: <laughs> 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 Isn't there like an Atlanta down in Mexico or wherever mm. as well? Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: Atlas, Atlas? Mm. It might be in
3: yeah, I feel like there's somewhere in South America Sure really sounds it. it Yeah mm.
0: There is now What about Atlantis?
3: <laughs> yeah, sure Ooh, Let's get them. Yes. The lost football team Uh-huh, uh-huh um Chicago, they were in third place. They went to Houston and got home 3 0. Uh but they still get the uh the third seed. And uh home game against the Rebels, which I think they will probably lose. Um anyway, the Rebels they played DC, final game ever, a bouncy raccoon infested old RFK Stadium. What better send off than saying a A minus B plus Rebels team come from behind to win two one and clinch the Atlantic Cup? Perfect, I'm sure. Atlantic.
1: Yes. thought it was
2: lost <laughs> no that was the team the mm. cup they found the ages ago uh,
3: moving on to meaningless games Philly beat Orlando 6-1 yeah.
1: uh,
3: with El uh, CJ Sapong and Fafa Pico all getting braces uh, which I tell you mainly for the joy of saying Fafa Pico <laughs> uh, tough season for Philly in the end uh, here's Union boss Jim Curtin to admit defeat organisation wide the East raised the bar we ask players a lot of times
0: to bring a knife to a gunfight. And they don't complain. We've recognized it wasn't enough.
3: What kind of shitty union is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get knives. That's a Gunfight's over there. You get a knife. Go. It's in your contract. Union. Go. Nice of them not to complain, though. Yes. Mm.
0: Must be the teamsters. Yeah. They get a long lunch.
3: Mm. <laughs> That's good. Is it paid for? Mm. Yeah, 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 okay.
0: There's lots of knives.
3: <laughs> do, do they get to bank their sick days? Yes. If, oh they, yes. if they don't get oh, okay.
0: shot yeah, in yeah, a knife yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's fine then. Okay, good, good. Good benefits, too, for oh, nice. knife wounds.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you don't want to get knife
0: wait, wounds. Wait, wait, wait. Are gunshots covered? Gun no. <laughs> they didn't get that in the collective bargaining agreement. Oh, dear.
3: Oh dear. That's, that's going to be awkward. Mm. Mm. This is not the 1930s. Fair <laughs> point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, in meaningless games, Montreal played New England at home. Uh, Patrice Bernier's last match, mm-hmm. and he's got a penalty. Just a nice ending for him. Uh, T-Terrists haven't went away all season, and they demonstrated why by giving up a 90th-minute equaliser to the hopeless Matteo Mancuso. The Mancuso ah! score? Oh,
1: Mancosu, Mancuso, 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 Mancuso. Always get that
3: though. Uh Not to worry, those. Uh, Kellen Rose scored a screamer in injury time at uh, Vic Router completely missed. And then tried to bluff his way through talking about. Which is, make uh, the fantastic.
0: final! No, Vic, make the now. final
3: 2 2. No, no, don't. <laughs> no, don't make <laughs> no, uh, uh, the final. Hey, Kamara has. No, no. No, is getting the ball oh, out
2: of the net. Yes. Uh, a
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, poor Vic. It's a good job Mark's not here. He wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't be happy with <laughs> this. No, not at Vic all. Mockery. Uh, anyway, turns out it was also Mauro Biello's last game, no. as uh, no. The Impact announced on Monday that he'd been fired after they lost nine of their last ten games. Uh, Joey apparently wants to hire an experienced manager with a track record of winning. See Italian. But uh, we'll probably end up with Alessandro Nesta. <laughs> <laughs> track record of winning as a player. It counts. Experienced as a player. Very much counts. That's why so you long.
4: always read the fine print. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, Moving on to the West. Vancouver were in first, but had a a tricky away game in Portland, and they couldn't get the job done. (laughs) Uh, They scored first, but couldn't hold on. Lost two on ex-Whitecap Darren Mattox with the winner. Oh, of course. Mattox. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that meant, uh, most importantly, Portland won the Cascadia Cup. Uh, They also finished first in the West with 53
2: whole points. That's good enough for sixth in the East.
3: Yeah. Uh, as for Vancouver, well, they dropped down to third, as Seattle beat Colorado 3-0 to move beyond them and into second, despite having Clint Dempsey sent off. Uh, despite having to now play the knockout round, Carl Robinson's trying not to be too gloomy.
0: Hello, Tom Jones, Catherine jones Anthony Hopkins, why not? We'll recover tomorrow and we'll go again. I don't want them going out there and being disappointed with a sad long face, like I've been in a coal mine, because that's not what it's all about. Now it's win a go home and by home I mean a call mine
3: (laughs) (laughs) yes in a blisterous of course yes goodbye very good Uh, the fourth and fifth match up in the west will be a rematch of the 2013 Eastern Conference final Mm. as uh, Houston's win took them into fourth place to snag the home game they'll be playing the Sparks who lost uh, 2-1 to Real Salt Lake uh, would that win be enough for RSL to sneak into the sixth spot? No, it wouldn't. As Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. James. Hey, hey. Yeehaw. yeeha! No, there you yep. go. Uh-huh. Well done. Uh, they finally woke up and crushed the Galaxy 5 1 to finish a point ahead of them with uh, 46. Would that win be enough for Dallas? Maybe. As now San Jose needed to win and they were playing Minnesota and it was only 2 2 going into injury time, but then they scored. Uh, won the game and wrapped up sixth to earn a trip to Vancouver for the knockout round and leave Dallas in seventh. Uh, Minnesota, they end up with 34 points. Not good, but better than most expected. So, you know, nearly good. Here's Adrian Heath on the game and the season for the Loons.
2: Postseason season bath time!
3: Yeah! All
2: right, Adrian. It's a microcosm of the season. Ooh. Sloppy giveaway. Poor decision-making in her own half.
3: And then the
0: ball ends up in the back of the net. This game, is, for me, in our season in a nutshell. Oh, I also live in a nutshell. Oh, Ooh, yeah, lovely!
1: Very yeah,
0: nearly, and that's what we were this year—nearly good, too many times.
3: Mm. Mm. It's exactly like my golf game. Just playing at the weekend, just, you know, two or three times, it's like oh, it's almost really good. But, no, I am, I am Minnesota of golf. Minnesota. Which is a disappointing realization, really. Um, anyway, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've made my decision. It's a yes.
2: Oh, yeah. All right, playoffs. So now that we sort of have a general idea as to what's happening in the playoffs, TFC still have to wait until late Thursday night to find out who it is they're facing next week but what we do know is it's one of three teams because it's whichever lowest seed survives the knockout round so not chicago so Boo. i know Extreme. i know <laughs> it was like it was like but but we oh so it's either the red bulls the crew or atlanta mm-hmm. based on current form or season-long form whatever makes you happy who do you want to face that's a very
3: good question. None of them. I don't know. Yeah, none of them, really. I think those are, uh, I would rather be playing New York. Yes. And second than any of these teams. Um, I will go with Columbus, but they've been doing quite well recently, so I'm not particularly overly confident in that, but we'll go with them. They've got a point to prove. They're trying to keep their team.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, extra motivation.
3: Mm. They're going to be the Cinderella story of the playoffs. Hooray. No! Boo! Yeah. Does MLS present the trophy to the owner? Because that'd be fantastic! <laughs> if Columbus can be playing at home and the trophy gets presented to pre that'd be lovely. I do kind of think that might have happened
4: in the past. I can't quite be certain, but I seem to recall something to that effect having happened.
3: Delightful. That'd be funny.
0: I too. It's a tough choice, but we'll go with Columbus. I just think we match up with them maybe bit better than the other two Um, also that being said after watching this Atlanta thing I'm already a bit sick of their shenanigans so Mm, go Columbus
1: Mm -hmm.
3: beat Atlanta how did the Trillium Cup uh, finish we this uh, season we did win. Yes. yes. What, what is it like? Like two wins to one. No, what, what was the results there? If we got two extra games, can we open it up mm. again? <gasps> Ooh. Have not been controversy. The five game travelling cup. Do we play them three times? Two results? I think. No. I think there yeah. were three
4: games.
2: There there are three games. There's always. No.
4: Yeah. I think there was a draw and two Toronto wins. Want to say? I'm mm. not certain. Okay, it's gonna be tough for Columbus. Yeah. then yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. They, all of them happened within a month. I know, I know. It like was April, like so, so long ago. Shut that
3: out of my mind. <laughs> if only we could look this kind of thing up. But, uh,
2: well. know, yeah. Uh, if only, if only we real- all had mini computers in front of us Everybody or actual computers. Should
4: invent some sort of net. Let's that real people the to the
0: If only there was a whole website dedicated to the Trillium cup.
3: Mm. Is there?
0: I don't know. Mm. Wikipedia page? I'm sure.
3: Mm, maybe if Columbus do ever move mm. to Austin or whatever yeah. and then so there's like some kind of new Columbus team whether mm. it's in USL or anything below that TFC should make a point of every single year going to Columbus playing a game against that team with the Trillium Cup on the line mm-hmm. It's a bit of a uh, you know, maybe TFC
0: too uh, can take the mantle no if they end up in the same division mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh you're really gonna be sad history just down the drain Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it really ah. Is. Ah. Ah. yeah. You know me. Not a traditionalist in football. Uh,
1: so for
2: the for, sorry, for those of you who are wondering how TFC won the Trillium Cup this year, Columbus beat them early on in the season. That was like their first mm. loss or whatever. Beginning of the season. Okay, what's go Uh two one and okay. then TFC won two one in May and mm. then destroyed them five 0 which was a super fun game.
3: Mm. Okay. All right. So two two wins to one. So if Columbus wins both legs, Columbus wins a <gasps> Trillium oh, cup. Oh my gosh. Wow. The reward. Science.
2: You have to un
0: unengrave it.
3: Yeah. Yes. Can't
0: we just put can't we just put
2: like you know, like duct tape over it and <laughs> no. write their names on it in Sharpie? no I'm
4: mm-hmm. pretty sure that's what they do already, if
2: i All right. James, who's your choice to uh, face in the semifinal round?
4: Doesn't matter, don't care.
2: Wow. Have an opinion, MLS writer.
4: Uh, the reason I say it doesn't matter is because he's I
2: don't writing care. an article about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to give it away.
3: Um, Company man no, doesn't want anything to go on the website and uh, you know, pr- doesn't want to provide any bulletin board material. Mm.
4: Exclusivity is very important. Um, you're going to have to make it through all of these teams, anyways, more or less. And at this point of the year if you're really concerned about any opponent then you're probably not ready to go to MLS Cup.
2: Asking for your personal opinion. You're not His speaking opinion for is the if team. You want to be
3: the man. You got to beat the man. Beat
4: My the personal ball. opinion is that it doesn't matter because
3: Aud- if you want to be the man, you got to say fuck you to all the other men. I don't give a shit about you guys. Fuck you. Just take F- longer cool. to say. It does, yeah. That's yeah, not, not, not catchy. Rick Flair matches would have taken forever. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, we, we should not be scared of anybody. If
4: uh Well, especially over two games. I, I can't see any of these teams beating Toronto. You know, Atlanta gives Toronto a hard time in one leg. What happens in the second leg? Columbus gives Toronto a tough game. New York Red Bull. They'll, they'll all be difficult. They'll all be similarly difficult. But over a two-game series, I just can't see anybody really giving Toronto that much of a hard time.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that on your bulletin board
1: yeah yes.
2: apparently yes. you have a whole reddit thread for that yeah. um, I'm gonna go with I'm my, just gonna my shit on one team
1: learned yeah. colleagues across the table more. and go with
2: Columbus mm. um, I don't like the idea of facing Atlanta over, over two legs right now or further on to the playoffs especially now that uh, Almiron is back um, Red Bulls are just nightmare waiting to happen because they always are uh, Columbus, again. What could in- go wrong in New Jersey? Nothing can uh, ever go wrong in New Jersey and never has. Um, no. no, nothing ever happened there.
3: That was like eight years ago. Move on. All right, let's move on to 2014. Remember, you know, maybe it was like three or four games before the end of the season. They played absolutely fucking awfully there. I was there. It was and terrible. how
4: many people on this team were on that 2014 team? Uh, well, Duncan was several.
3: there four times. Uh, quite a few of them. One of which was like Michael fucking Bradley, who, in a very important game, with presumably a very important game coming up, got himself booked for dissent completely unnecessarily and thus suspended for this presumably important game coming up. Leadership. Hashtag leadership. Hashtag whatever. Pfft. Yeah. So, you know, bad things
2: happen in New York. All the things Duncan just said. Mm. Go, Columbus. Sort of, I still rather be playing Chicago. We're going to move away from TFC for a second and talk something league-related. It hmm, affects TFC. It affects all of us. So other than playoffs and decision day drama, the recent bombshell that Columbus crew owner Anthony uh, Precourt wants to move the team to Austin, Texas, if he doesn't get a downtown stadium funded by the city. Yeah. Based on reports, sounds like he's actually had this in the works for quite some time and may have planned this from the beginning. Mm. Delightful. Also, is that really unsettling bit of information about him being part of MLS's expansion committee and, you know, helping to sort of bring Austin into the fold on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's not completely unsettling at all. Welcome to MLS. Uh Uh-huh. We could spend an entire show delving into all the details, but I just have a few questions. Um, So there's been a really, I think, a really positive outcry response fight back from Columbus Crew fans but also from fans around the league it's been heartening to see both online and in stadiums lots of save the crew signs um, people with pictures um, where
3: was this when they got rid of the crew cat Car-
2: well pre-court I'm sure killed Car- him so Car- this yeah. is uh, yeah. well.
3: where was it save the crew cat signs None,
2: um, but you know, you see, you do see it out there. People are like, "Oh well, you know, my NFL team and baseball and stuff like that." It's just sports; it happens. Should fans just accept this as oh well, sports?
0: Yes it's that, no? It's not that they have to accept it. It's what can they truly do about it? Where is the power lie in this situation? Sadly.
2: Well, not to put all the the what happened on on tfc supporters shoulders for protesting the shitty year but people staying away and people being loud and obnoxious about their displeasure did help to make something of a difference for at least tfc fans in terms of ticket pricing and that sort of thing several years back but
0: they were dealing from a place of power almost where the stadium was full and they were threatening to pull that away But it's from... not that
2: Columbus' stadium has been empty. Um, like, they averaged 13-something. But what does it 15, hold? 15.
0: 15, sorry. 20,
2: 20. Is it is it over 20? 18, 19. I thought it was 18,
0: but... Still, you're not full. And it went down, I think, 8% this year, if I'm not mistaken, something like that.
2: You don't think that... Um, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm, you...
0: and I'm not taking that away from their fans. What I'm saying is, in the situation you referred to, TFC, the threat was there from a ownership who... You know, is very afraid of the bottom line. We're suddenly going to lose this, this cash cow. I, I, that they didn't. It wasn't going away. Columbus fans. You know, pre-court's already looking at it as like, well, what's the worst that's going to happen here? Even if more pull away, you know, yeah. If, if he's already pulling the the rip court anyway, their threat. Of, what are they going to? Th- what are they going to threaten? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to threaten not to go. Be like, okay. Block previous point. Plays into my hand. Yeah, Mm. and that's a shame. But
2: so you're just saying they they should just do nothing? No, I'm not saying do nothing. Protest, whatever.
0: Cool. I'm just saying it's a very difficult situation to break through without the lead. I'm I'm not, but I didn't
2: ask if their their actions were actually going to have any effect. I said, should they just accept it?
0: No, of course not. Why? Why would you? Why would you? I do think. Cause, I mean, you
3: shouldn't accept it, but I mean, you seem to be saying, oh, you know, football, baseball, this is just what happens in sports. Yeah, it kind of is. I, I don't see why, like, this is soccer. Yeah. I, I don't really see why that should be uh, different than other sports. It shouldn't happen in any sport would be my uh, where I would go with this. You know, if you can't make this team work, you know, sell it to someone who can. And Yeah. Go off and build a team by yourself in Austin if you want to. Don't friggin' steal one. Well, but,
0: I mean, we we'll get into a big philosophy on North American football structure now. Sure. Even in, even in the case, the most recent case of Wimbledon to Milton Keynes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. A rebuild team had to start from leagues down and build their way up. They don't have that here. Really. You know. Pre-court, they're not going to go to pre-court and say, okay, well, Columbus, crew is staying there, but you're, we're going to give you a team that's going to play in the USL. I well, prove that you can make but
2: it. But one of the things with in MLS, and it's weird, weird... Weird yeah, ways. What they have now is pre
3: can go and like slap down 150 million dollars and boom, he's in MLS. I mean, that's what I that's mean. He but if he's do, going
2: yeah. to move the team, all the other owners have to say yes. Like, there, ha- there, there it's it doesn't just come from Garber. There has to be some sort of There's
3: like two thirds approval. Some, or something, yeah, or, I can't remember yeah. what
2: they, what the final numbers. It doesn't have to be 100% approval, but higher than just like 51%. While you're holding them
0: to a regard that doesn't probably exist though. You're asking millionaires and billionaires to not back each other. And I know that,
2: but I think, I I, I think that probably pre-court and the league has been surprised what? by the response. I don't think I don't. You don't think so? Nope. You think they expected I this? I don't think they care.
0: I don't think they care.
2: Well, I'm not sure. That, I don't think they actually care, but optics-wise, I think they have to care.
0: Oh, what, what? But what's the optics really? Well, I take, think
2: I
4: think the issue that this raises is that it sort of it sort of puts paid to that idea that these mls clubs are clubs as opposed to franchises
1: mm-hmm. you know
4: the um we've really seen this league take great leaps forward using the supporters groups as the brand yep. in a mm-hmm. lot of ways mm-hmm. and part of part of dabbling with that supporters culture is holding yourself consistent somewhat to the values that that claims to
0: espouse are they or are they using them when they're when they're convenient, though, I think
4: it, I think it's it's probably a little from column A and a little from column B, and and you know, um, this sort of shatters that illusion, if you if you will. The league hasn't seen something like this happen. Like Chivas USA came and folded, no. But I mean, like I can't think of a club that really located.
0: No. In you guys, uh, Jose, uh, San Jose, Jose went to yeah. Houston, yeah, yeah. yeah. But San Jose that was, was a very different a club, in.
2: yeah, and yeah, that a replacement
0: was. it was a strange.
2: Yeah, and you know, and Columbus one of the original teams, and like it there's there's it, history with this club. Like there's,
4: and the league was in very dire financial situations. From what but I can tell,
2: was it a, like was it, when, when did they move?
4: 2006.
2: 2006. Yeah. So MLS still MLS 1.0. Well,
1: those 1.0s yeah, become very yeah. TFC. Yeah. That's what you mean. Yeah, that's yeah. totally what I
4: mean. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely what I meant. Yes. Thank you. Before Toronto invented soccer. Thank yes.
2: you. Yeah. Yes before we save the league. Well, so, like,
4: I think the league's in much better shape in terms of the viability of, of its clubs and its markets and everything like that. Like, I don't even think you can compare Chivas USA folding to moving Columbus, what it would do in terms of the ripple it would send throughout the MLS landscape for that idea that these clubs are for the supporters and there is that that link there. Okay.
2: Um...
0: I mean, it, the inclination is to compare it to world leagues, where it doesn't happen very often. Sure, it's, it's happened a bit, but real, but really very often fans of
2: you know fans of the clubs we you know fans of the league or as much as you can be a fan of the league as much as a fan of the club, you know, aspire to think of this league as. Approaching that level at some point, it doesn't. Right? We now, also
0: accept a lot of North Americanisms. North American unfortunately, professional yes, we do. Playoffs, no, no pro rel, you know, pyramid, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, you know, a lot of North American hoo ha. Moving franchises is part of
1: North American North hoo-ha. American hoo ha in mm-hmm. sports.
0: But, it, but it sucks, but. It's kind of part of it,
2: yeah. But I don't think it should be, and I don't think we should no, just say it like eh, it's part of it. Yeah, it sucks, no, but no, I'm
0: not saying part of it. Get over it. But it is. It's it, a it, shitty it's... part of it.
3: You know. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about. I mean, what can they do to protest or whatever? It's like, yeah, they decide to. They don't go. Apparently, they're not even going to be refunded season tickets. Well, which, that's my even next if, thing. You know, hopefully that should happen. But even if it does, then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, the crowds are shit. This is why I have to go. Well, but Just to talk, me, they, if they try to prove a point and oh, I will make you see that it's worth but it. But I don't
2: see any Columbus fans online saying that they're going to suddenly stay away from the games right now because their team is doing well. That's not their form of protest. Mm-hmm. They're doing, you know, they're... Obviously, they're writing letters and they're trying to be in touch with the league and be in touch with the team. And they had a, a protest yesterday before their game in Columbus that was very well attended. Um, I think that they are, and they're reaching out to fans and supporter groups in other teams, in other, in other, you know, in other clubs. And, and it's great,
0: but what, like, what could like even in your most optimistic. View of it, what could be done? What do you think is going to happen? The league says the, the no. The league is going to have like a Dickensian. No, moment I, think, I don't.
2: think it's a Dickensian thing. I, th- I think there's. I think there's a there's a basis that pre-court did not. I think he overreached. And the thing we'll talk about the thing with the, te- the with the season tickets, which is. Do you think he did this has without to the be league illegal. knowing? Oh no, not at all. Or at least not without Garber knowing. Um. Anyways, you've been trying to say something, so well,
4: I was just going to change the subject. So.
0: James is uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) It's because there's conflict and he doesn't like it.
4: Um, Just to play a little bit of devil's advocate. um, Halloween shows
0: next week. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Uh, You know, it's become clear over the last couple of years that there are the teams that are at the forefront of the league that are willing to invest the money and are willing to take it to the next level. And then there are the teams that are struggling. And Mm -hmm. if this is what it takes to get some of those older legacy market teams to build new stadiums or to invest in their team or to to catch up with the rest of the pack is that okay is that the nature of the league growing you just said Kristen you just said a couple of minutes ago you know the league is getting better it's a, it's a striving to be up there with the best leagues in the world can you do that with a Columbus team that's drawing 13,000 people to a small media market or do we have to sacrifice those things in order to make those next steps I mean mm-hmm. I'm not for or against it's just something that this very much brings into question is can you have a New England team that doesn't spend money on DPS playing at Gillette Stadium? Can you have a Colorado team that's sort of middling and hoping on winning 18 games, one nothing in order to have a chance at the playoffs?
3: Can
2: so let's just move half the league then. Well, it's a funny thing. Okay, I mean that, that's
3: the argument for promotion and relegation. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: not big for... enough
3: teams where you can split it up, and then you know if teams want to be sort of mediocre and small, they can be, and they can still be reasonably successful within their own little sphere down there. want to be ambitious, sure, go ahead, they can be. And, you know, even if, like, a small team gets a bunch of really good players or something and becomes really good without spending lots of money, they can actually then go up and compete. And, you know, you mix the playoffs up so that, you know, because, I mean, it's all about the playoffs anyway. Sportage or whatever, that doesn't count. It's all about the playoffs. Make sure that the, you know, MLS 2 teams essentially compete in the playoffs with MLS 1 and then, you know, they can all still win anyway. Meh.
0: It's a w- very weird comparison, I understand, to make, but in the early years of. Now, a big part of it is the size of North America in this league. Most other leagues, when they're starting, were in smaller countries, right. European countries, et cetera. But in a lot of those leagues, in the first 20, 30 years, of course, we're talking about the 1800s and the early 1900s, teams did move about a little bit until they found their.
4: They wandered?
0: Yeah, you might they, say. there were a few wanderers. Mm. Um... So it's you know when it seems like a really foreign thing to compare something that happened a hundred years ago in a much smaller place, but there's something to maybe what James said was all all power to the fans of Columbus, the ones who love their club. But was Columbus a good choice in 1996 to put a team there? It was a TV market between Cleveland and Cincinnati because they didn't want to alienate one or the other.
4: It does um, to switch the conversation again and take it back into what these supporters can do. Thank you. Is, um, you know, they need to voice their displeasure, which I think they have done very effectively, they... and they need to reach out to the rest of the league because the only way that this is going to be stopped is if they convince the two-thirds of the other owners exactly. that this is detrimental to the And that's the what league.
2: they've been doing. That's what they've been asking. They've been reaching out to, you know, supporters, so, to fans, to so people like us.
3: To just like opening day of next season. It's like just have entire all supporters groups and all that sort of thing in every stadium in the league, just quiet, making no noise, doing nothing. Just Send some yellow. kind of message that, just in yellow, sure. Send us some kind of message, yeah, you need us. This isn't just about you, rich people. But
2: so right now, they're... Columbus, wouldn't they already be in Austin
0: by, by then? No, I think they're Or are they no. talking no. about playing it's another year? 2019, 2019. I think, at okay. the
1: earliest.
2: Okay. But they, you know, they're asking... Fans and supporters to to write to their owners now, to write to their teams now, to write to the league to voice voice their concerns if they have concerns. And and not everyone's going to be concerned. I, I'm one of the ones that's concerned, so you know I'm on board with this. And, you know, it's part of.
0: It's not about. It's no, not about being on board or not, I don't. I, the I'm, I'm, sentiment behind it is 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 awesome, and I think everyone should be against it. And you know, feel for the fans of Columbus. I just. I'd be shocked if the millionaires who own these teams give two shits about all the supporters, unless it affects their bottom line. So unless Which the, very well unless could. the supporters groups and more than the supporters, this groups, is where big swaths of the stadium have to like stay away from matches and affect the bottom line of the owners. Unless that happens, you know, you'll you'll maybe get some lip service, but I don't. I'd be shocked to see anything that would change their attitudes.
4: And what is the ceiling for Columbus? You know what I mean? Like, what what does an MLS team need to make in its market to be viable and to invest? And should, should the fact that things have always been like this mean that they have to be like that forever into the future? You know, if, if you go back to 2006 and you loved MLS in 2006, maybe we don't need this upstart Toronto side. Maybe that's a change to our league that, that we don't want. Maybe we prefer Far the original. You know. There's an argument to be made, mm-hmm. you know? Corners have ruined the league, changing it from 1.0 to 2.0, making Columbus not viable
0: anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I do feel... It's, it's, Thank you for
2: bringing, like, one of the most absurd arguments ever to the table. It's fantastic. Separate
0: from the, uh, where, you know, whether they should go or not. Austin is a strange market to me. Because I, it's Texan Columbus.
2: Yeah. And it's just,
0: a no... It's a town with no real... Well, okay, other than Blue Jackets. No professional sport. Uh college town. But not necessarily... Uh, F- football town. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Like, like
2: throw ball. Pretty well, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. like Columbus's with the Buckeyes.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: It's, it's, there's a lot of similarities.
2: Maybe Precourt just wants to go somewhere where it's warm. Sure. It's from
0: Austin North to Columbus
4: South is mm-hmm. sort of the move that he's made.
2: Okay, one more thing before we get out of this really bizarre conversation about this. Um, the talk about the season tickets.
4: Always read the fine print.
2: we will throw things at you. You're right there. I can't miss. I hit them regularly. Um, the issue that... I it off
3: the microphone stand last week.
2: <laughs> I didn't say all the time. I said regularly. True. Thank you. The, the apparent, um, news that the team will not, uh, refund any money for tickets that, for people that renewed for next season. Um, Based on the fact that they're no longer going to have a team, potentially. Should that be allowed? Do fans have a legal... Is this...
0: Uh, forgive my confusion. Is it if they don't play next year? No,
4: they're going... Teams... Uh, my understanding is that fans will have put down a deposit for their season tickets for the 2018 like, season.
2: As we have already.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are upset that the team will be leaving for the 2019 season. So they season, want a refund. So they want a refund to not give money for the next year.
0: Sadly, James' fine
3: print comment is correct. The no, g- I, the games will be played. Yes, I know that the, the product will be provided. Mm.
4: I'm sure in but, the fine yeah, print it, it outlines the exemptions or whether a mm-hmm. refund is possible. And like as far as legally speaking, if they have any legal recourse, that fine print will determine whether they have any. Do they have a moral recourse? It's kind of a jerk
0: move. No. Yeah, it's a total. Well, it's not jerk. kind of a jerk yeah. move, James.
2: It's... I have
4: to
0: speak softly on issues
2: such as this. Jesus <laughs> Lord, you are never coming on this fucking show again. Have an opinion. No comment.
4: common.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Fuck's sakes. Time for TFC talk. When We talk about TFC. Okay, Brought we have uh, TNT. <laughs> Shut up! Don't help him.
1: <laughs> That's I off the table. The That's
2: why I threw it at you because I know you don't like it.
4: Adidas Prime. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Adidas Zero. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Predator. Ah.
4: Predator Two. Kia.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, Kia's right good on Continental Tires. Ooh. Sonic. Hurts car They'll pick you
4: up. Mm.
0: Oh, I wish I had some El Himador right now. <laughs> the That's official tequila. <laughs> <laughs>
2: people who don't like sponsors you all pay a lot of attention to the ones that are around visit italy <laughs> the bulk barn <laughs> yeah. we're totally sponsored by the bulk I barn that's
4: totally true
0: that'd be a good kit too yeah. all right yeah right. be like a, a watford kit yeah
2: time for tfcd where are they now
0: mm. Mm. Oh, get your guessing hats
1: on
0: oh, i can <laughs> see your
4: screen <laughs> <laughs> no he's out uh, yeah.
2: you're not allowed to guess
4: I think I know who it is, but I only saw the picture, so it wasn't. You're really
2: not allowed great. to guess. I, I, you, you probably know. Okay, Duncan, you're not allowed to just start. Just let me get like at least a sentence out before Can you start on. shouting names. So, as we're moving on from being the Jeremy worst Brophy. team in the world, who <laughs> was last week? You jerk. Oh, it's um, mm. From being the worst team in the world, <laughs> uh, I thought it's another choice from. The 2012 roster was called for. So we're going, we're going backwards now. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because that was
2: a bad, bad year. Mm. Yes. I decided to go back. I was going to go forward and I was like, nah. Besides, there's so many to choose from.
1: Mm.
2: Um, so... Like Marco Vela's. Yes. It's Marco Vela's. No. <laughs> oh, 2012.
1: Oh, shit. 2012. <laughs> yeah, to say, sorry, you're sorry.
2: like, totally wrong here. Pay attention. Sorry. Joined the team in 2012. Mm. Played for the 2012 and 2013 season.
1: Mm. But
3: did he...
2: Did he really? Yes, all the time. Unfortunately, Oh, she
3: doesn't like it. Mm. Was a midfielder. Oh. Mm. We've already had Jeremy Hall in this series. Uh,
2: only scored two goals while uh, playing for TFC. All
4: right, it's not who I thought I saw. Is, is Weedham in a midfielder? Um, no, no,
2: at least. I think I know his, but I can't remember his name. Um, holder of, uh, let's see, who did he play with first? He used to play for Ipswich Town. What? Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> moved on to uh, after he left tfc he went to uh nicole pings original uh, lamb Reginald thompson oh. lamb there you go of the bermuda lambs of yeah. the bermuda lambs yes the third sorry original thompson lamb the third right. um sorry reginald everard vibart thompson lamb oh. vibart. <laughs> oh. why did we
4: not know this at the time
2: well, the Reginald Thompson-Lamb part was fantastic. It was like, what? Holder of some of the best... He's, I still want to know what blackmail material he had to consistently start over those two seasons. Um, Ipswich. He, uh, he, he had something at Ipswich?
0: Something on Mariner.
2: Oh, there you go. Because it was... a. St- but he was there in 2013 as well. Yeah. Huh. That's right cause some, we, That's why we figured That someone passed something. I don't know It was, it was, it was creepy um, So yeah So after So he was in Mansfield Town For a couple years Stags Mansfield huh. um,
3: A lamb With, that, with that crazy mascot Sure 20 what, what year was that?
0: Sammy the stag
2: Oh that's right The 2011 FA Trophy
0: Yeah Stag with anxiety issues Chris senior, Look him up
2: You are a hero um, currently plays for Carlisle United.
0: Oh, oh, the Cumbrians. <laughs> yeah, so he's Stobart <laughs> kids. Sure, yeah. Ten
3: goals and forty-seven
0: appearances. What yeah whatever. Not Greyhound.
3: What? Nah, I feel like there's a little like dog on Carlisle's logo. Is I could there, be wrong. I think there was two like mythical like
0: griffin things or something.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. Nah.
2: It's yeah. up there, um, Scotland. <laughs> yeah. And while he had made, he's
3: going to get voted out when re-election time came. Uh he,
2: he, but he, they he didn't. He, he had. <laughs> I, I just said go on. <clears throat>
1: um,
2: he had played for Bermuda internationally, but I don't the lost believe. triangles. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't believe uh, he's played much in the last year. Or longer for them. Twenty appearances overall. Um, Maybe the place for Atlantis. Five goals. Ooh. But yes, that is the story of Reginald Thompson Lamb. All right. Mm.
3: There was that one game he was good where he scored yeah. those two goals. Yep. The CCL. I feel exactly. Like you can say
4: that was about a lot of Toronto FC players.
3: So there was that one, one game. <laughs> where, yeah. Yeah. Where but he was
4: Javier but, Martina looked like a world beater.
3: Sure. Yeah. But Rowan Ricketts at that one game. Javier yeah. Martina
0: was on. To score sixty goals, exactly. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> all right, and I realized I didn't give a quantifier, so I'm expecting bizarre answers from Ooh, all of you. Two. Oh dear gods! TFC regular season rating, and I didn't say out of what sixty nine. <laughs> out of what sixty nine? <laughs> is this just the team? Yes, as a whole? just the team as a whole. I didn't okay. want to get too deep into. We'll do more player My stuff. My
4: scale is a is a pass or fail. It's a do they rule or not.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting pass-fail scale. And? Do they? They
4: receive the San Dimas High School football nod of approval.
2: Hooray! Woohoo!
3: All right, then. Um, I will... I should have put more thought into this. I do know, just you just know, stick with the, your, your basic sort of... A to whatever kind of thing. you know, I think you can give them a, a solid A minus. Could be better, but, you know, not too shabby at all. All right. Mm.
0: 98 kilopascals on the barometric scale. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> I don't mm. think that's standard. Yeah?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the 99 kilopascals now.
0: The Above standard. Or you know, a solid mm-hmm. A minus out of
3: 10. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. On a more traditional scale, I gave them a B plus.
3: Plus, B+.
2: Plus. Wow, nice. wow,
0: seriously. He's it, like, like,
1: journalistic.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mr. Grossi's such a tough marker.
1: Uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. What do I have to do for extra credit, sir? No. I didn't mean it like that. Purves. <laughs> <Perbs>. 69.
4: Nice.
1: <laughs> Dude.
4: <laughs> um, I saw a stat floating around out there today that four of their five losses this year were against non-playoff-bound teams.
2: Well, that's traditional TFC.
4: And then in addition to that, just a couple other little complaints would be uh, they conceded far too many goals, especially late. They've been a little bit of a sieve at the back.
2: Mm. True. more.
4: Um, that Montreal game in particular, like, I think to that point through 14 home games, they had allowed, like, eight goals, and that's more sort of what you want to see. Too many. Eight through 14 is acceptable. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's seven in the next two that's not acceptable, you know. Agreed. And on top of that, I uh, – if I had my way, they would have used more of their depth with more regularity throughout the season. I feel like. Uh,
2: sure, I agree.
4: Last year they much. they were forced into it because of injuries, and that left them primed for the playoffs, where everyone was taking over. And this year, whether it be a, not necessarily a lack of injuries, but sort of a they were pushing for the record the whole time. They they the schedule was you know the last two seasons they've had that funky schedule where. Everything was on the road and yeah. stretched out, and then things were a little tighter at the end of the season. This year, like, there have been large stretches without a game, so it's hard to not give your first team a run out when that's the case. Um, so if I were if I were doing this all over, I would like to have seen guys like Chapman, guys like Cooper, guys like Osorio. Osorio is maybe the one who has gotten the minutes he's needed of late to be on, on form.
2: Even, you know, like Raheem Edwards has barely played of late. Ra- um, yeah, Raheem, I think. Toss only comes in very infrequently. At the moment, mm-hmm.
4: Jordan Hamilton. I think those are all guys Jordan that you Hamilton. would you would love to have a couple extra hundred minutes under their belts yeah. t- for this part of the year. Agreed. Nick Hagelin mm. too. Yeah. Coming back from injury, he's, he's had a really tough season. But ideally, you would like to have found ninety minutes for him between TFC and TFC two since he's been fit again.
2: Agreed.
3: Yes. So, B plus. Yeah. Could do better, Greg Vanney. Associate, James Grosey.
2: Associate Professor of the Game. <laughs> Shit, nah, he's gonna be mad. <laughs> the next Scrum is gonna be so much fun. Um, I'm going uh, A minus as well, and uh, yeah, I understand the B plus. That's that's
0: The show is soft on TFC. We really are. Yes, what happened to proved. us? Wow, yes. what's wrong with us? All right, uh,
2: uh, regular season MVP. Altidor freaking okay
3: Vashquej oh he's
0: assists. not I love an a
2: sister he's not partial cash. I
4: know still I'm gonna go Movinga
2: for the whole season nice he's yeah. your MVP all right that is not what I I totally did not expect that
0: you gotta be different sometimes and Justin Morrow so that's pretty
1: good
2: mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Justin Morrow it's Victor what? Vasquez oh shit mm. hmm
0: not
1: Justin
3: Morrow fascinating you've changed mm-hmm. <laughs> The man scored eight goals Oh What does he got to do for
0: you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Change his hair Oh
1: mm-hmm.
2: He loses points for the hair Now Vasquez has been I, Again I don't think they are where they I don't think they are in this position this season without him So He's mine And that's our show He's
0: all of ours It's not just yours No, no. All for one mm-hmm. Whatever
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's our show there's, there's nothing else on the rundown.
0: That's a sharp ending.
4: I know. Yeah, I, th- I felt like there was going to be more discussion around mm. there.
2: I, I did too, but everyone just sort of like threw their names out and then that was it.
3: How uh, how do we feel about Maro Biello getting canned? I like that. I
2: think it's kind of funny. It's the
3: cheesiest. Hey.
2: I never provolone. Oh, wait. Mm. It's a bit... It's not ex- unexpected.
4: Oh, he's a nice guy. Oh, <laughs> God.
2: Says that about everybody.
4: I do. Um, I'm not quite sure what he was expected to accomplish, given what he had, had to at his with. disposal. Yeah, miracles. So, I don't know. I find I find perspe- professional sports to be one of those weird things where input and output and achievement don't necessarily line up. You know what I mean? Like it's more often about how people feel about things or how it looks than about actual. He had a. C plus team that ended the season like a C plus team would. Should he have gotten a playoff spot based on what they had? Who knows? You know.
2: Well, it's kind of like people are already calling for Adrian Heath to be fired, and I'm like, really, really, like with with what he had to deal with this year and with what little. Ah, like,
3: oh, come on how oh. how involved was he in the team building in and that the team building and is the,
2: is the, the question
4: trajectory from when they started out as the worst team ever possibly imagine to a team that gets revenge on your expansion cousins ruining their perfect home rack yeah no that's what that's what i sort of meant with the yellow thing like what can you rightly expect and how do you judge something like that it's uh it's a bit of a fantasy business in a lot of ways
2: Oh, absolutely. And, again... Well, actually, I can't even just say North American sports. I, I no, guess is. global sports now, it's just sort of the... Mm. It's it's surprising to see clubs and, you know, TFC being one of them for once. You know, TFC used to be that, ah, no good, next, <laughs> and whatever. With good reason. Yes, but for good or ill, keeping Greg Banny, you know, when he was... What? For good or ill, at the time it didn't look very good.
4: And you've had a couple of years to reassess that. <laughs> I've
2: said some nice things about Greg Vanney this year. Okay, I know you don't listen to our show, but still, I do sometimes. Mm-hmm.
4: How else did I know to yeehaw and that Jeremy Brocky was the player? Jeremy
2: Brocky of- was a lucky guess, and you know it because you did not listen to <laughs>
4: last week's show. I definitely listened to last week's show.
2: And yeehaw, that's ingrained in our DNA now. That's that's Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. It's a, a Pavlovian yeah, thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I. You put those words together, and I'm yeehawing in my head. It took me a while to figure out what you guys were Why we're all staring yeah. at you. It's <laughs> like, what?
4: What? Why are you. Oh, yes. Yeehaw.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. I well, wasn't sure
4: if I was supposed to kneehaw when Dallas didn't make it into the playoffs a couple of seconds later, but I figured I'd. Yeah, just because side, saw yeehaw, maybe. Yeah. Yeehaw. Yeeho.
2: All right, that is actually our show. Mm-hmm. Um, join us next week for our spooky Halloween special. You
0: missed it. You get to dress up as your famous, favorite MLS legend.
2: Yeah. Ooh.
0: Marco Etraveri is taken.
3: Mm. Chad Barrett?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please show up in a Chad Barrett
2: kit. Please show up in a <laughs> Chad Barrett
1: kit.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, next week we will know who TFC faces. <laughs> in the playoffs, doesn't matter. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> James won't be here on the show next week, so it's all right. You're allowed to care. I will be haunting from afar. <laughs> God, I got
3: locking stuff to the do. doors. <laughs> so, oh yeah.
2: Um, do we do we have a game on Monday next week or?
1: I, we don't know yet.
3: When do we know? Yeah, could, we be be Monday, going, could be Monday.
2: Could be Tuesday. Think. Maybe maybe we'll be talking about the game after it happened. Yeah. It's either Monday or Tuesday. We still don't know which.
1: Ooh. I know.
0: I think
3: James
1: knows. Yeah. Probably. And Come he's on, James. not telling us. No comment. <sighs> no,
2: yeah. All right. Tell me anything. Likely
3: story. I... Most of the
2: time, the things they
4: do tell me prove to be untrue. So. Mm.
2: That was lying liars. Double <laughs> speak. Bastards. All right. Thank you to the panel You're for uh, this week's show. I have been joined by, I went on the Twitterverse, at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher, Nice. To be found on the Twitterverse, MLRKFC, Tony Walsh. Nice. Mm. Our super sub from MLS, at Grossi on the Tweet Machines. Sweet. As for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet, at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto. Get used to it. Nice. now that we know what the playoff picture looks like for um, at least the first round of the playoffs just like a Van Gogh of a
0: massive mistake
1: mm.
2: no you would like it if I threw that at you because you would like to eat that alright so I, I, we I have I
3: in crunching time here
2: okay get in some crunching I'm actually gonna have a carrot I need to I need to balance out all the sugar I've eaten
0: I'm gonna show good the sugar hmm sugar's making the show good
2: Okay. No, I'm gonna finish my carrot.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There you go. Midpod stretch.
1: It's
3: like a,
4: For <laughs> my dab. <I'm> dabbing.
2: Dabbing? <laughs> like, like, what is that?
3: You're not pushing the wind? <laughs> hey! <laughs>
0: people over here. <laughs>
4: Mix of black licorice and yogurt raisins isn't sending the best breath over in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of hummus, a little bit
0: of shawarma, mysteries of the East,
1: blue
2: or West Village, all wrapped up in one. There you
1: go. Yes,
2: yeah, so we will talk. Uh, TFC. The was
3: one Halloween I went to as a Kansas City
2: wizard. <laughs> no,
3: I, I went to uh, some party as. Yes you uh, did. Basically yeah, I, I wore Roz's Jim Brennan kit and sort of kind of spiked my hair to look stupid and put like stupid tattoos on and everything. Douchebag and douchebag, right? Yeah, it's a single like douchebag footballer and his wag. So I yeah. adjust it as Jim Brennan to, to
1: represent that. That was a magical picture, yeah, I remember that.